Good afternoon, men. Welcome to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, uh, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. And that is something that is certainly, um, it seems like uh, growing in popularity in our culture, but it's something that we're we're missing. We're having conversations all the time about um, why we've missed this. Uh, generations have gone by, this idea of men equipping other men and pouring in other men. And so, uh, man, we are excited about what God is doing here. At the pursuit of manliness, um, for some it might be a different way of looking at the Bible than your uh, tradition, your denomination is used to. Uh, for others, this might be something that you've been you've been looking for. I know there's been some uh, guys in my life. I was sharing about Mark Driscoll in, in particular uh, today, who was one of the first ones that would teach and communicate and write in ways that I said, "Man, I didn't even I didn't even know we could I didn't know we could talk like that. I didn't know that it was okay to use those words and stuff." And so, um, what we want to do is just be men who connect with men and. Uh, we want to connect with men in a way that we feel like God has wired us. And so uh, I certainly am smart enough to know that that's not for everybody. But if that is for you, man, I'm glad you're here. Uh, today we're going to talk about this idea that there are 175 days until Christmas. Um, now, I don't know if you are a uh, Christmas person or not. It doesn't matter. But here's here's the point. Um, by the time you listen to this, there's going to be even less. Uh, as of later, as tomorrow will be 174 and so on. But here's the point. At the end of the year, we always have this like New Year's rock and Eve. We used to have Dick Clark, and we have Ryan Seacrest, and Lady Gaga, and Pitbull, and all these people jumping around and talking about what a great year 2000 and whatever was, okay? And uh, we have uh, sports have their top plays, and top movies, and top moments, and top news stories, and all this junk. And I would sit there year after year and think, was it really that great of a year? I mean, there was times, you know, if I had a child born, or you know, something great happened, you might go, yeah, that was a great year, and I'm sad to see it end. And then other times, I would think... Well, who cares? Like, who cares that this year's over? Let's flip the calendar. Let's start over. And the point is, uh, if you don't have any goals, you don't have any vision, you don't have no direction, man, you're just monkeying around through each day and just trying to get through it. And, uh, man, there's that... That sucks. I mean, that sucks. And there's there's got to be a better way. And so um, I love this quote by Chris Brogan. He says, your day is your week, is your month, is your year. How you spent today will be a reflection of your week and your month and your year. And, and that's just reality. I mean, uh, Monday never comes for some of you guys. Like there's never been the perfect Monday for you to start a diet, to stop being a jack wagon, to start in your Bible, to stop start going to church, whatever. Like that, that day just hasn't came. And so until you say, this is it, this is the, this is the day, um, it's not going to happen. It's it's not going to be just the perfect day that lands on the first day of the month on a Monday and everybody in your family supports your new lifestyle, whatever. It's just not going to happen. And so you have to decide that you're going to kind of own some things uh, in your life and so in your week. And we want to be able to get to the end of the day or end of the week and say, man, here's some things that I was intentional about. Uh, we don't want to just die a slow, painful death. Um, it's not supposed to be that way. Um, and man, I had such a wake-up call several years ago, I was listening to uh, Gene Apple talk at a leadership conference about being intentional with his calendar. And as he talked about his calendar, I remember sitting there amongst other guys in the same field I'm in and thought, there's no way a guy can accomplish that. He must be single or he must have a, a wife with no children or he must just have like the perfect schedule. And then he began to break it down for us. And I've heard this before and I, I believe he got it from uh, Bill Hybels in Bill Hybels book, Axioms. He has a chapter talking about a six by six and that's what it's called. The six things that you're going to focus on for the next six months. Uh, Bill Hybels does it, six things he's going 
going to focus on for six weeks. Um, to me, that sounds like a sprint. I've never enjoyed sprinting, so um, I'm not going to do that. You can do that if you want. Um, but I've done this for quite a while now. I've looked at my my calendar, my six by six strategy, about twice a year. And yes, we're in July, so we're a little late beyond this. But um, me and my staff just did this um, last week. We talked about what's the six things we're going to focus on the next six months, and then we all share them, we walk through them, and then we get the opportunity to speak into them and say, you know, I think those two can be combined, or here's an area. Have you thought about this? Um, and so what we do is we're intentional. We look at between now and and Christmas, man. What do I want to accomplish? What do I need to do that I can sit there? And the reason why I use Christmas is because, let's be honest, nothing happens between Christmas and New Year's. I mean, you're returning gifts, you're doing parties, or you're traveling or whatever. I don't know about you, but my week between that um, is not fun for the most part. You think it's going to be, but it's it's a lot harder than you think. And uh, there's a lot of sports on, so I don't get a lot of things accomplished. So that's a time for me to kind of look back and reflect and take a look and say, all right, what did this year look like? Um, if I'm not intentional about looking back, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to accurately look forward. Um, and so when I look back, I look at the things that I've neglected. Was there something on my calendar that it didn't need to be there or something on my calendar that, boy, I ignored it every time it came up. And uh, man, that's, that's going to hurt. The other thing is there's certain things on my calendar that when they pop up, I'm all about it. Like, I'm all about it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make time for it. And so we need to be wise when we look at our week. There's certain things in your week that will be dictated for you. If you have meetings, if you have um, lunches, or if you have children, uh, it's going to be hard to, to navigate around those. So you got to look at your calendar and say, all right, what does this look like? If we're Christian men, if we're godly men, if we're trying to be a man uh, pursuing biblical manliness, you've got to be in the Bible. And this is hard for guys, really, really hard. So we'd say, hey, set aside 30 minutes for the next six months, okay? So if you set aside 30 minutes at the end of six months, you will have spent 90 hours reading the Bible, you can't spend one right now for a lot of guys. So 90 hours, just 30 minutes a day, uh, set aside, use for reading. You'll become a better reader. Uh, you'll, you'll, maybe you'll be into journal or make some notes or highlight, or you'll be beginning to understand the word of God from a different perspective. Um, the other thing is just being really um, challenged by reading, okay? So if I read an hour a day, for six months, that's 180 hours. That's 180 hours at the end of the six months. Between now and and Christmas, you could get almost 180 hours of reading in. Imagine the type of books that you could do with that. And so the average chapter is probably going to take you 10 to 15 minutes uh, on the average chapter. Now, some books are bigger, they're thicker, they're longer. It's like, man, is this chapter ever going to end? But the average book that you're going to pull off a shelf, maybe from Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, uh, it's going to be 10 to 12 chapters. So that's that's potentially 15 to 18 books you could read um, if you want to. Um, if you don't want to, you're not going to read. That's as simple as that. So if you don't read, then you're not going to you're not going to grow and uh, be the man that you that you can be. That's just reality. There's there's just no other way around that. Um, with all that said, I think there's a few things we can do really to set up our day, our week, our our month, and our year. Uh, we want to be impactful. And uh, we want to make an intentional investment. It, uh, most guys do. I don't want to waste my time. I only have so much of it. I, want to, I don't want to waste my time. So first thing would be create your six by six. Write down six things you're going to work on. Um, man, it might be just better communication with your spouse. And so maybe every day, that's something you do that you, you work on communicating with, with her or your children, or maybe you have date nights or whatever. Projects around the house. If you are in a church and you do like a vacation Bible school, if you work on that 
once a week for you know a couple hours. By the time you get to VBS, man, you've put a ton of hours in. Same way with any other project around the house. If you're intentional and you put in the time, you're going to read it, okay? Or you're going to reap the benefits of it. Forgive me. Uh, you're going to, man, get the fruit of that. And that's just, in the long run, it just adds up big time. Uh, the second thing I would do is, uh, if you're a reader, or maybe you're trying to learn to read, is organize your books. Um, I'm a big believer in reading, as you know. I've never been a good student. I don't pay attention well. Um, I, I got this battle between like ADD and OCD constantly going on. And so um, I'm all over the place, but I keep post-it notes and Sharpies and index cards and whatever in front of me because I don't want to uh, forget what I'm reading. So I create a plan uh, on reading, and I line the books up by genre. So they're all lined up. If there's new books, sometimes they jump in the front of the line. Sometimes they go to the back. But I try to look at like a map for reading. I don't want to read all marriage books or family books or man books or whatever. Um, I like to mix in biographies and, and I, I, I just, I don't read fiction. I've done it. It's not my thing to me. It's borderline a waste of time for me. I know some of you guys love it. God bless you. That's great. Uh, but I try to have a balanced reading plan. So I line my books up. I try to get intentional about it. I'm looking over right now and I have, um, about 20 books that I want to get to by the, the end of the year. And they're everything from, um, radio to apologetics to a biography. Um, we got something about children. We got something from a coach. Um, you know, a little bit of everything. And so uh, that, that's what I want. I want a balanced meal at the end of the year. Uh, the third thing would be would be to identify uh, what you want to start doing and what you want to stop doing. Uh, talking to your spouse could be a tremendous help in this area. What are some things I need to start doing? What are something I can do between now and the end of this year that would make just a tremendous benefit in our marriage? And what are things I need to quit doing? You know, as you look to the fall, usually the fall can be a lot busier with if your kids are in school or if you're committed to things at church or, you know, those can be some crazy times of the year. So uh, what are some things I need to uh, start doing, stop doing, maybe a hobby I need to get rid of, uh, maybe something I need to quit for the next six months. Um, totally up to you. Um, and I think the fourth would be create a system to celebrate some wins. Um, I've used a glass jar that I've wrote some things in and every once in a while I'll put something in there. Uh, I might write something down in my journal, um, Thoroughly, you could tweet it or Facebook or whatever works for you, man. Uh, do some things, and that, that, that way, at the end of the year, you can kind of step back and look at it and say, "Man, there were some victories this year. This was a really good year." Um, again, there'll be some things in your life that you'll say, "Man, I want to do that again." Uh, we had something recently with our family, uh, my wife and children. I say, "Okay, I want to do that again." So I kept things that are connected to that because I don't want to forget that. I want to remember those, those moments, those opportunities and say, we're going to replicate that. We're going to make margin on our calendar and make sure that happens again because that was worth it. Uh, the fifth thing would be, um, and this is the last one, is just communicate goals. Write them down. Share them with other people. As I said, our staff shares them. Um, you know, maybe people you're going to go on a journey with this year. Um, I love uh, our Pursuit of Manliness Facebook group. It's a closed group um, of guys. So if you just click join, we'll add you to that. But a group of guys, we're kind of, we kind of have that going on. It's kind of a community or a tribe of men who are kind of uh, getting better together. We share things. We, we um, not feelings. We're not hugging or anything. But we've shared articles or uh, maybe an image or a, a podcast or whatever it is. Uh, and, and we there's things that are in there that aren't on the other pages because we want it just be for guys like that. And so, um, you know, get some guys that you can be on a journey with. Uh, I mean, this just helps us encourage each other. We don't want to be a big fat slob in sweatpants or wearing our pajama pants to Walmart each day and stuff. We want to get better. Our kids are watching. People are watching, uh, usually more intently 
then we realize, and so, so find, find people in your life who will be on this journey with you the next five to six months and say, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, you want to lose some weight? Man, you're not going to do it all in November and December. You know that because the good food shows up then. So get a plan. What's my plan between now and then? Um, but you also need people on the way who help chart your, your, your progress and kind of encourage you and stuff. So man, guys, I hope that helps. Um, and we're on this journey together and we're just trying to pursue biblical manliness together. I, I said before, none of us uh, come across, we hopefully don't come across as we have this figured out. We've learned some things. We're learning things, uh, but we're better together. And so if, if you've got any questions or anything, you can uh, always shoot me an email. Uh, it's pursuemanliness at gmail.com. Of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at pursuemanliness. And then um, our Facebook group is just uh, same thing, Pursuit of Manliness. It's a private group. So I think if you Facebook search it, it comes up and we'll add you to that and we'd love for you to be a part of that discussion so the other thing is if you got friends or, or guys in your church or guys in your neighborhood or whatever say hey man i know of a, a thing it's a christian thing or a bible thing but um hopefully you don't feel it's cheesy or whatever uh man love for you to check this out we just want to give people an accurate picture of what a man of god looks like but also an accurate picture of what god looks like and we hopefully do that with our life through our content and guys i hope you just uh continue to uh, pursue manliness Average Joe